Welcome to the Fiercely Visible CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Steph Wharton. Join me as we dive into how to become a widely in-demand CEO that prioritizes balance between life and business, isn't afraid of making the scary decisions that get you results you actually care about, and unapologetically breaks the rules to build the business and life of your dreams. I know firsthand how hard it can be to continue to show up and talk about your offers and sell, right? And call people to hopefully reach out and take action when you're experiencing a lack of traction or a lack of results, right? Like when nobody votes on your stuff, when nobody inquires, nobody applies, nobody sends you a DM being like, hey, like tell me more about your offer and you're stuck and it's been like days, weeks or months and you keep talking about it, right? You're actively promoting, but you're still not seeing results. It can be hard. Like it's really freaking hard to knock it in your head, right? To feel like a failure. But I think before we dive any deeper, into this, I think it's really important to talk about uh, something first, which is the fact that it is easy to feel like a failure if you're defining success in a very limited way. I'm talking about defining success as exclusively signing clients, as exclusively hitting specific financial goals or milestones, right? So if that's how you're choosing to define success, and it's like, hey, my goal is to land two clients, and that's the end of it, like that's the only goal you have, then yes, you're likely gonna feel like a complete failure, or like you're never gonna sign a client ever again in your life. Because realistically, you are setting yourself up to feel like you can never reach your goal. Because look at a 24-hour day, right? If you show up and you create content, you maybe educate, you share a lot of value, you promote, you talk about your offers and how amazing they are, and you invite people to vote and to reach out and to apply or whatever. And by the end of the day, you check your insights, you check your DMs, and you realize that nobody reached out nobody engaged with your content and nobody signed a contract or basically signed to work with you, right? So now you failed if you're only defining success by the measurement of landing a client and making money. So essentially, because it's not really realistic to sign a client every single day and it's not exactly realistic to get inquiries every single day even then we need to find a new way to define success right we need to define success beyond the financial measurements and the financial milestones so what this allows you to do is to feel like you're freaking successful every single day and continue to show up and stick through that launch i'm going to share a hopefully what will be a quick example. So sometime back, I had a couple of launches that some were back to back, some were a couple months spread out. But essentially, the numbers in terms of how many clients were enrolled in each one of those programs by the end of the launch looked very differently from launch to launch and from offer to offer. 
So the first one that I have in mind, it's a launch where I promoted a program for about two weeks. And this will probably give a bit of context because I my launches are all structured very differently in terms of how long the pre-launch is, how long the actual promotional period is. It kind of depends on what awareness I've built already, what I'm using in order to get more visible and attract more people into my community and the awareness overall that the offer has. But we're not going to dive into that because that's a whole other beast. Essentially, the first offer that I was promoting, I promoted for two weeks. And then by the tail end of it, we welcomed in eight new clients into that offer, right? That was immensely successful, not only because I was having fun during the launch itself, and it felt super breezy and flowy, but also because holy freaking shit, like I managed to welcome eight new clients into an offer that I had never launched before. Like that felt like I like I had made it. I was like, holy freaking shit, going forward, all my launches are going to be so easy. I'm so good at this. People love everything that I'm releasing. Amazing, right? So I was on like a huge high. And then what I decided to do is launch another offer. So I went ahead and I went through the motions. And by the time that the doors closed and the launch was over, I signed lo and behold, one freaking client. Now, I don't know if you can hear this through like the podcast, through the headphones, but like I'm smiling. I have a huge smile on my face and it's twofold. One, because I'm telling you the story way after the fact. So I think this is hilarious and super amazing and still successful as fuck. But also because in the moment, um, I'm going to be completely like, Uh, what do you call it like truthful with you right like I'm going to be vulnerable and tell you the truth both the bad and the good so when I closed those doors and I realized okay I only have one person in this program the first like for the first millisecond I did feel like shit like I'm not gonna lie it's not only does it on some level suck to only like sign one client when you were hoping to sign more and it's a big like juxtaposition well I don't even know how to say that juxtaposition is that right anyway um it's a big like stark comparison when you have a successful launch with eight people and then a successful launch with one Note that I called both launches successful, right? That's key. That's super freaking important. And we'll talk about that a little bit more. But it's a big difference, right? So immediately for the first like split second, I was like, oh, crap. I was like, maybe I haven't made it, right? Like maybe I'm not as good at this as as I thought I was. Like maybe I should not launch again because I'm not gonna lend any clients, right? Like if I go from eight to one, what's next? Minus seven, like what the fuck's gonna happen? Um, So yes, I definitely doubted myself and I felt like, oh shit, like maybe this isn't good. Maybe this is embarrassing. Like how can I celebrate having one client in this program, right? When I was just celebrating having eight. Anyway, what was good, and I'll be completely honest, it's not easy to do this if you haven't done it before. So I had already launched multiple programs in the past. Some of them had been super successful in terms of the amount of people I had called in, and some had been a little bit smaller, right? I think one of the lowest ones I had had before that was welcoming two people into a program. But the cool thing about that one is, yes, I had called in two people into a program, but I had also signed a bunch of other clients into other 
offers that I was not launching at the time. And funnily, funnily enough, I actually just realized that happened with this launch as well. I only ended up signing one person into that program, but I made a shit ton more money at the same time because while I was promoting that one program, I signed other clients into a variety of different offers. So that's like a different creative way of essentially defining success and being able to celebrate and feel abundant, but not the point of my story today. The thing is that as soon as those thoughts and those feelings started to come up that I'm like, oh shit, maybe I'm not cut out for launching. And maybe this is a little bit embarrassing that I only signed one, one client. I was able to essentially say, fuck that to those thoughts that were creeping up because I had that foundation where I had already launched uh, so many times in the past. I had already gone through the spirals and the emotions and the doubt and the feelings of like, holy freaking shit, this sucks. And what if I fail? What if I never sign a client again and all that stuff, right? And I was able to more confidently sit in the feelings and the belief that this was a super successful launch because the one person that decided, hey, I want to invest in this program was such a good freaking fit. Like not only did we have such similar values and things that we believed in and really cared about, but this was somebody that I already had a relationship with for the past couple months. We had been talking here and there and building this kind of like online friendship where we got along and we like respected each other, right? And then not only that, more layers on top of that, they were in a position in their business where this specific solution that I facilitated through the offer they enrolled in was exactly what they wanted to focus in next. It was like that next step in order to take their business to like whatever next level they wanted to, right? Um, It was the perfect solution. They were ready to show up, to learn, to basically get ridiculously visible and experience all these transformations. And that's way more important than calling in and signing a bunch of different clients, a bunch of different people that aren't a good fit. Like, I can't tell you the amount of times that I've had people apply to work with me for specific programs that weren't a good fit. And I was like looking at the application or looking at the person that like voted. And I was like, oh no, I'm like, how do I tell them like, this is not a good fit. Like they just, they shouldn't be in this program. Right. Um, and when that shit comes up, like you got to do the ethical thing and have those conversations and be like, Hey, I know you're super interested in this program. Like, tell me about it. Like, what are you envisioning? Where are you at in your business? Like da 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 da, and have the conversations in order to one, confirm or debunk the fact that they may or may not be a good fit and if they're not a good fit you shouldn't be signing them like they should not be enrolling in your programs because they're not going to get what they're wanting to get out of said program right and that is a huge disservice and slash so unethical because they're now spending money on something that isn't going to serve them and now you're working with somebody who's not going to see the transformation that your program promises or delivers or is capable of delivering because they're not ready for it and they're not at the right stage of business where they're going to go ahead and do the work and implement and see the results right but anyway that's uh, neither here nor there right now basically I was able to shift these feelings that crept up out of nowhere or 
maybe not out of nowhere, but these feelings that made me feel inadequate and be like, no stuff. Like the fact that you signed one client is freaking incredible. Like they deserve your full freaking love and attention. They deserve for you to feel excited. Like you should be excited. You should be celebrating the shit out of this person because one person investing in you, one person putting their hard earned cash into your business, into your paid offers means a whole freaking lot. And that is worthy of all your attention. And that is worthy of you feeling like a total success, right? Like, what does that say if you're not excited for the people that decide to work with you, even if it's only one person, even if it's only two people? Like, what does it say about you? What does that say about them, right? Um, But anyway, so we had these two back-to-back launches, one that welcomed in eight people, one that welcomed in one. As much as I was able to basically regroup myself and be like no this is widely successful and we actually had the best freaking time working together like it was such a freaking vibe what mattered most now that this was all done was what I let that mean going forward right I mentioned already that one of the thoughts that came up was like maybe I'm not cut out for launching maybe I'm not cut out for selling like what the hell right um so you could take that thought and that feeling and then never launch again a day in your life and if you're not meant to launch because you don't like launching and you haven't found your groove that's one thing right like you can come up with a different different way of selling But if there are things that you want to release and you want to then launch, then you can't use that as an excuse to never do the thing that you want to do ever again, right? So now the cool thing is the following launch, not only did it end up being a lot of fun and like lacked any sense of like spirals or doubt whatsoever, but it was incredibly successful in terms of the number of clients that ended up signing up for that program. We ended up welcoming in about 11 new clients into this brand new program and it was so freaking amazing so freaking successful again I know we're defining success or sticking to success in terms of like number of clients and in terms of like monetary results but disclaimer that is not the only way to define success please 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 don't get stuck on that but I just want to compare how if I had given up after that one successful launch with one person that maybe I was comparing too strongly to a successful launch with eight people, then I would have never gone ahead and released this new offer and been able to serve 11 new people with a new entirely different transformation, right? I would have missed out on that. They would have missed out on that. Like nobody would have freaking won. And then look at the following launch I did. It was the same offer that welcomed in one client this time around there were five people enrolled in it right so I just want to compare all these launches whether it's eight people whether it's one whether it's 11 whether it's five they're all freaking successful right in their own way in their own right because it's not about the numbers it's about the fact that you got to put together an offer that you're really passionate about that you deeply believe in you got to now call in these people that felt aligned that resonated with a message and the solution that you were facilitating 
and they wanted to specifically work with you. They were willing to pay you to help them with the problems they were facing, to help them in their business. And that's what makes it successful. The fact that you're doing something you love and that you're helping people with your knowledge, with your expertise, with your offers, that in itself makes it ridiculously successful. And then we look beyond that and it's like, well, what did it look like when you were actually launching, right? Because it's not just about the results. It's about the journey itself while you're marketing, while you're calling people in to inquire and to take action and to enroll inside of these programs. So when you start to find different ways other than people inquiring and people signing up to work with you to define success and to feel validated and to continue to push forward, then what happens is that you're able to stick through these launch despite the lack of results, right? So I'm talking about lack of results, whether nobody inquires or some people inquire, some people choose to sign up, but maybe not as many as you were hoping yet. So it's still successful, just not as successful as you were hoping yet. So now you have to continue to show up, right? If you don't continue to show up, then you're doing people a disservice because now they're not going to get the support that you are clearly capable of providing for them, right? And you're doing yourself a disservice as well if we want to look at financial success because you won't stick through the launch because you're not seeing validation today or tomorrow or the next day or last week and now you feel like a failure and you're going to basically do yourself a disservice by shutting down the launch, giving up on your offer and just promotion altogether, giving up on social media and deciding that you'll move on to something else. Now, now, you did not give yourself the opportunity to help these next two people, these next five, 10, 15 people that were this fucking close to reaching out, but they didn't because you did not stick through with the launch. So I hope that insight was helpful. It is hard. Like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I've had moments where I promote, 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 and it's the easiest thing ever. Like no word of a lie. I'm having fun. I'm not second guessing anything. And I'm just putting out content, getting inquiries, signing clients, and it's a whole damn vibe. And I also have moments where I sell for like months at a time and nobody reaches out, but it doesn't have to mean anything because the next time you show up, when you continue to do the work, that's when you sign the next client. That's when you book out your offer. You have to continue to do the work. You have to figure out if something's not working. Okay, let's figure it out, right? Like let's audit the messaging. Let's figure out how consistent you've been. Let's figure out if you have enough leads. Like there's so many things you can look at, but giving up isn't the answer. It's only the answer if you're literally only in it for the money and you're promoting something you don't even give a shit about and that nobody even wants and you're just in it to basically, yeah, just sign your next client. Like in that case, then sure, give up. Like it's not worth it. But if you're in it because you're here to make a difference and you're deeply passionate about what you do, how you do it, uh, you're deeply passionate about your offers and how you're showing up and all that freaking stuff, then keep freaking going. Because yes, today you may not have signed a client, but tomorrow I bet your ass you will. (music) 
that's it for this week's episode of the Fiercely Visible CEO podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at stephwharton underscore for more valuable content. And if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. 